Hey, hey, friends, I'm Thea Charles, and you are listening to the Push or Pivot podcast. In this series, we discuss the path someone chooses when they are at a crossroads of their life. Do they push through the adversity, or do they stop, reassess, and pivot? In this episode, we spoke with Kristen Quattlebaum. Kristen is a former 15-year corporate hustler turned intuitive life coach. She helps humankind stop hustling for happiness and find their purpose within. Well, hello, Kristen, and welcome to the Pusher Pivot. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you for having me, Thea. Oh, yes, of course. Um, You know, Kristen uh, used to work in a corporate setting and now has become a life coach. And I'm really excited to hear about her journey and how she got to where she is today. So without too much from me, (laughs) Kristen, can you say a little bit about yourself? Yes, I can. So my name is Kristen Quattlebaum, and I currently live in Buffalo, New York, but I was actually born in Tampa, Florida. And I am a former 15-year corporate hustler turned intuitive life coach. So um, it's been quite a shift for me uh, to to journey from who I call corporate Kristen to um, this super heart-based entrepreneur. And um, yeah, I'm excited to share about it. Yeah, so take us back to the beginning. How did this happen? Yeah. So when I got out of college, I would say I was all in on my career, finding uh, who I was, where I belonged. And I was just, I didn't want to do anything else but focus on my career. And, And that's what I did. So I actually moved away after college here in Buffalo and I moved to Charlotte and I started my career. And um, for, I'll take you back. I actually wrote um, a little summary of of my whole path. So I'm going to, I'm going to walk you through that. Awesome. (laughs) Um, So in 2000, this was in 2004. Mm -hmm. um, What I did was I basically just put my head down and worked, you know, trying to find myself and I moved around to a few different states throughout my career, bought my first house. I just was like super focused on establishing my life and and making it doing what I felt that people were expected to do when they got into college and, and got out of college and all the things. And so what ended up happening for me is, um, in that first period of about, six or seven years, I was just all in focused, um, not letting any sort of emotions consume me or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And in 2011, what ended up happening was I had a lot of anxiety surface because I had ignored all of this unhappiness. Um, I had been hustling and and not really worried about my emotions because I felt like I just needed to put my head down and work. And I wanted to prove myself at the end of the day, really. Right. And so um, in 2011, I started experiencing a lot of anxiety and I wasn't used to that. So I went to my doctor uh, because it was, it was pretty debilitating for me. And I just, I couldn't, handle it, to be honest. Mm -hmm. 
And I went to my doctor and she asked me to go to therapy. She said, I'll give you a low dose of anxiety medication, but I really want you to go to therapy and, and work through all this because I, I don't believe in just giving you a medication. And thank goodness to her because I wouldn't, I don't believe I'd be where I am today had she not encouraged me to do that. That's awesome. So, um, ended up working with the therapist. This is in 2011. So this is where I will introduce my first pivot. And it was really cool actually for me to outline my, the last 15 years of my life, because I noticed a trend um, in where I was, you know, sort of going with the flow and then pivoting and then going with the flow and then pivoting. So it was really cool to, to see that. So I'm going to walk you through, this is the first pivot. So, um, ended up going all in on therapy. I felt, I remember walking in and thinking my, my therapist is a flake. Um, and I don't know how she's going to help me. Um, but I really felt like I just couldn't do what I was doing anymore. I couldn't deal with all this anxiety, this feeling of like, just not being able to relax at all. So I knew I was willing to do whatever it takes, whether or not I felt like she could help me or not. I was just open to um, inviting in this healing. And so, uh, through that process, I actually ended up, uh, going off my medication because about three months into the process of therapy, I was able to take her back to a lot of childhood memories that I had suppressed so deeply when I first started seeing her, I, I, I couldn't access. So for me, that told me I'm, it's, it's not the medication, it's this therapy that's working and, and allowing me to unravel these layers that I've suppressed so deeply. That's how good we are as, as humans and being able to suppress emotions. Started my MBA that year and um, the following year in 2012, um, the company that I worked for invited me to do an executive uh, program training. Um, I did a I had a lot of things starting to take off in my career. I was invited into opportunities that were um, really incredible for me. Like, for example, that executive training was I was one of four out of 17,000 employees at the time. Wow. Yeah. So I was able to start extending my leadership presence. And I remember at the time I was a banking officer. I worked for a bank. And when I walked into that executive training, there were about a hundred people in the whole world um, sent from different banks in that training. And it was down in, in South Carolina. So I had to travel for it for three years uh, to complete the training. But um, I remember walking into the room and I was surrounded by all of these leaders that were, you know, had hundreds of people reporting to them, if not thousands. Mm-hmm. And I remember feeling so small, you know, like, wow, I'm just this little banking officer. I was just an, I was an an individual contributor at the time. And um, I felt out of place again, you know, it's just, it was my, my mindset at the time and just not really understanding where I fit in, where I belonged. I was, I was so consumed with trying to fit in. And so I started um, once that pivot, so through the anxiety and then this upward trajectory now, um, I started getting promotions and stepping into leadership, started managing a team, um, started taking some other uh, different trainings, 
Um, and just, you know, going through this um, acceleration, I guess, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. And as I was doing all of these things, I ended up getting two promotions. So within two years um, of me starting that program, I became vice president at, at the bank. And um, I graduated from the program. I started another um, leadership program at the bank and got involved in the women's network and, and started on the steering committee for being a women's leader at the bank. And I just kept finding myself wanting more. Yeah. And so this was a pattern in my life, right? I'm, I'm, I'm achieving something and then I want more. And I, every time I had a new opportunity presented to me, I was really like, I, I want more. Like I would hit this, I would just hit this brick wall. Mm -hmm. And so in 2015, I would say is where I hit my next pivot. Okay. So I'm at a point where I'm, I'm still feeling really unfulfilled and I don't understand why, why can't I find my path? Yeah. You know, everyone around me is finding their path. Like they're a lawyer or they're an accountant or whatever. Like they have this one path that they want to be on and I'm not finding that. Mm -hmm. So I was looking for anything to attach my identity to. And so I had, I remember I was, I was working from home one day and I had, um, I was sub subscribed to Ted talks and this Ted talk came across my screen by Emily Watnett called why some of us don't have just one true calling. And this Ted talk was, it was intriguing to me because I thought, you know, I, it just felt like it was very aligned with where I was. And so when I watched it, she talks about it exactly what I just walked you through. So this, this pattern of finding something you really like, getting really good at it, and then hitting a wall. And then you find something else that you really like, and you get really good at it. You're super intense and passionate about it. And then you hit a wall. Mm -hmm. And for the first time in my life, I felt I'm not alone. Mm. And that was a really big, I feel like that was probably like my awakening yeah. moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, that was my, even despite the therapy that I had been in, you know, that, that was really the moment where I was like, okay, like this is quote unquote normal, I guess you could say. And she called us multi-potentialites in the, in the Ted talk, um, which I really like latched onto, I guess, like from an identity standpoint, I, I remember myself like really latching onto it. Okay. I know who I am now. I'm a multi-potentialite. And I remember sending that TED talk to my boss at the time. And he said to me, Kristen, I finally understand you. I finally like get you. Now I know why like we can't, we, we seem to struggle with keeping you happy, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, this is in the middle of my pivot. So I was reaching out to a lot of, um, leadership that I had been in touch with over the last couple of years from the programs that I was in. And I was asking them to help me like find what is my next, what is the next piece of my path? Where, where do you see me fitting in? Where, you know, where can I plug in? And I felt like I was hitting a lot of brick walls. Um, they wanted to support me, but they were like really just 
you know, pick one path, like tell us the one thing you want to do and we'll put you on that path. And I felt like I couldn't answer that. Right. And I, I kept saying, like, I, I want to explore all the things, you know, I want to like, just throw me in somewhere. Let me, you know, put my expertise in. One of the things about a multi-potentialite is that they can take all these different creative passions that they have and be a really unique problem solver because they can combine all of their learnings into unique solutions. Mm. Um, so I was always just open to exploring anything, you know, even if it wasn't my background or expertise. Mm -hmm. So um, what I ended up doing was I connected with um, a woman at an event. Uh, I started connecting with outside people too, you know, so I'd go to networking events and I, and I'd ask them the same thing. Like, here's my resume. Like, where do you see me fitting in? Mm -hmm. And I remember I met with a woman and she said, you should be in organizational development. Like that's your skill set." And through networking, I connected with a woman who said to me, I, I know a comp local company who's looking for somebody to kind of come in and shake things up and change, help them change what they've been doing for 30 years. And, um, and you're looking to get out there and spread your wings. I feel like it could be a really big mat good match for you. And so I met with the president of that company and we really hit, hit it off and they created a role for me at that company. So this is now on the, the upward swing of this second pivot, yeah. you know, yeah. where I'm breaking out of the box, expanding my wings, and I'm stepping into a new role. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm really excited about it. Yeah. So here we are 2017. Um, I'm in the midst of, of standing strong in my leadership. Um, I got promoted by this company within the first year um, and then promoted again in the second year. Um, there was a lot less red tape around. I felt because it was a small company. I went from a, you know, 17,000 person company to a company of about 60. Mm -hmm. And um, so I felt like I could really, you know, step into my leadership and um at the same time, I struggled a little bit because I was in a place where I was, I was sort of challenging the industry a bit too. Mm -hmm. um, I was in some different strategic alliances with local, um, at the time I ended up overseeing uh, HR and some other function of this company. Yeah. And so when I was networking with different uh, HR leaders around, I, I was, again, sort of being this like disruptor um, in the industry, which is how I always was. It was something that I struggled with um, fitting in, in in any sort of corporate world when you're a disruptor is, um, is not easy. So um, despite the fact that I, I was able to open up new skills and step into my leadership, um, I, I was starting to feel a little frustrated by, um, just, I guess the, the lack of response of, of people wanting to change. Um, and also, you know, the other thing that was frustrating to me is I was in a quantitative world. And everything that I was doing is really measured uh, qualitatively. Yep. So it was difficult for me to measure, um, you know, the progress of, you know, how are we changing the culture? Like, how is this shifting? Mm -hmm. um, 
So yeah, so towards the end of that year, I decided that I wanted to invest in my first coach. And I was terrified because it was $3,000 and I, you know, could hardly spend $100 on a watch without feeling guilty about spending that. Uh, It was my own money stuff. And, you know, at the end of the day, what she said to me is I was, she said is, is ending your, your battle with food and body worth $3,000 for you? And I said, yes. And at the time it was, you know, what I thought was around food and body. I thought this is the last piece I need to heal. This is what will make me whole. Mm -hmm. Um, Food was just another one of my numbing mechanisms, just like um, working long hours. Mm -hmm. So started my coaching program and I started meditating. So 2018 comes in. This is now the third pivot. Um, My position was eliminated at this company. And um, in the midst of that, I had already invested in this group program and decided intuitively that I was going to invest in getting certified by this program, which was a $10,000 investment. (laughs) (laughs) So here I am unemployed and I'm deciding I'm going to invest 10 grand in myself to get my certification. And this is 2018 was a very unraveling year for me. Um, we unraveled and broke down a lot of my stories, beliefs, the masks that I was wearing, mother, father wounding. I started feeling again, you know, and in therapy, therapy taught me that it was okay to feel and, and stand up for my needs, but we really didn't go deep with all the emotions that I had been suppressing. And coaching just ripped the Band-Aid off from all of that. So I started another position later on that year, and something felt off to me in that position. Very similarly hired by by the company to um, help them shift their culture a bit. Um, So here I am in in two roles back-to-back trying to shift culture, which... For anybody that is familiar with that, it's not a very easy feat, not a very easy task. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So um, I didn't, I was in a space again where I I didn't feel like I belonged. I didn't feel challenged. I didn't feel inspired. It was just a job to me. Um, So all of that combined with, you know, this unraveling of who I really am uh, was very untethering for me that year. Yeah. So here we go into 2019, and um, this is actually the upswing of my pivot, and I my position at that company was eliminated. So on Valentine's Day, by the way. (laughs) So um, yeah, so I ended up deciding at that moment, I was almost done with my coaching certification program and I decided it's time. Um, Here's someone who's been very successful in her career, um, made a lot of moves. And I think from the outside, it would look, you know, very much like I had my life together. Um, I had two positions eliminated within a year for each other. I took it as the sign from the universe to get out of corporate. Mm -hmm. Um, So I started my coaching business. And that was last March. Um, 
And since then, I graduated from my certification program. Mm -hmm. uh, I decided to invest another $5,000 in myself doing a business mastermind, mm -hmm. and then another $9,000 in myself doing my intuitive life coaching program. Mm -hmm. And here we are. Like that's that's my whole program. And along the way, what I would say is that I've I started meditating two and a half years ago when I when I hired my first coach yeah. and meditation started opening up things for me spiritually where I started getting messages and um, just really being able to hear things from my intuition and guidance. And then I started visualizing and then seeing these visualizations of myself and my future come to fruition. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to take my journey on a more spiritual level. Yeah. And so that's when I decided to do that, the intuitive program that I did last year. And it changed my life. And now, I, I mean, I tell people now, I used to literally get paid to think, and now I make all my decisions with my intuition. And I'm living my purpose now. Like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And that's what makes me so passionate. Like to be somebody who's hustle, 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 mm -hmm. you know, to being somebody who's super grounded in her body, making decisions with her heart instead of her mind. Um, I, I can't describe how life-changing it is. And that's what I, that's what I'm passionate about helping other people do is, is unravel all those layers and and become who you're truly meant to be in this life now i will say so in 2020 i knew it was going to be a really big year i believe i'm still on an upswing of my pivot and i kind of believe that it's going to continue that way i'm not sure that i'll hit another like plateau period where i'm i'm just at that level i feel like my life is just going to keep accelerating and moving forward and my purpose is going to keep evolving mm -hmm. so now like i get to pivot like forever like for the rest of this life and it's so cool like yeah this so that's is, that's my story <laughs> thank you and i can relate to your story so much it's so nice like you know i know i read about about your story but like hearing it I realize how much I can connect with you. Like, you know, I went to school and I came out need to be working and, and, and I don't know if it's, if everyone feels this or if this is more specifically like as a woman that you can feel like you have to be someone else, like mm -hmm. you have to hold everything in and be like very professional and, you know, you keep moving up and this is the point. And yeah, I just, I really resonate with that. And even the realizing that that's, I've got more to give, which is also how I became a coach. You know, the same, the same yeah. feeling. Like I've got more to give, and I described, you know, how you talked about it being like a mask. I often described it like I was a fembot, <laughs> like I was just very, yes, you know, yes. and to be able to like be okay with your feelings and understand your own intu intuition and trust yourself. It's it's um it's really big. The one thing. You know, I've got like so many thoughts that keep popping up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think oftentimes a lot, 
people feel like they have to be what other people want them to be. Like you feel like you have all these things that you should be doing and you really push, push away what you could be doing Mm-hmm. to follow your purpose and I love that term multi-passionate I love that mm-hmm. multi-potentialite right multi-potentialite yeah. Yeah. yes that oh, thank you so much for this <laughs> you're welcome so many people ignore that nudge mm-hmm. you know and and I saw it like as I look back I can see you know we all have intuition every single one of us does And it's just that our emotions and the limiting beliefs and conditioning that we've built up over time block our access to it or cloud it. And so, but when you get those little nudges, when you're getting like a, hey, I'm not happy. Hey, I want something more. Hey, I feel like I'm just going through the motions in life. I don't feel like I'm making an impact here. What is my purpose? Where do I belong? Those are nudges. And there's nothing wrong with you if you're feeling them. Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and those moment. are the people that are being invited to step out and become who they're meant to be because their intuition is knocking down the walls and saying, Hey, like I have something to say, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yep. And in that moment, it can be really scary. It can be, but it can also be exciting. And that's where I feel like is. I love like, especially in pivots, like a lot of times, like it's not just going to be like, yes, this is butterflies and rainbows. Like it is going to be scary, but it's also exciting. And if you were just staying safe and not growing, there would be no emotion around it. You wouldn't feel that fear. Yes. You know, so then you get to choose then, okay, do I want to stay safe and and play small and and just stay in my box It stay in that robotic I'm just, you know, stuck in the matrix person, Mm -hmm. you know, or do I want to listen to my calling? Awesome. 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 (laughs) If you could give somebody one piece of advice, what would it be? I would say, I already said it, like, listen to those nudges. Mm -hmm. Take time to connect with yourself. I strongly believe in meditation. Um, It's a great way to just get quiet, quiet your mind and get present with yourself. Take time to get to know yourself and don't be afraid to explore your true desires and creating the life you've dreamed of. Thank you so much, Kristen. Um, If someone wanted to get in contact with you and learn more about you, how could they do that? Yes. So my business is called KQ Coaching, and you can find me on Instagram, on Facebook, under KQ Coaching, and then also my website is kqcoaching.com. And I will say, I also do, a lot of people don't really understand what intuitive coaching is. I have a video on my website that lets you know what an intuitive reading is, and I also do demos of those for free if anybody wants to try it. Yes, definitely put this up on that. That sounds fab. And of course, we'll put direct links in the show notes so you can always find her that way. So Kristen, thank you so much for being on today. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Thea. What did you take away from Kristen's story? How can your intuition lead you to your purpose? I'm Thea Charles, and I hope you gained insight from this story. 
If you'd like to learn more about the Pusher Pivot podcast, visit us on Instagram at pusherpivot or on the web at pusherpivot.com. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe and join me next time on the Push or Pivot podcast.